1: Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com. I say that all the time, don't I? But it is. I'm really, do, I really am happy to have all of you joining us on the show. I'm a little punch drunk. I've done a lot of interviews as I've been recording throughout the day, getting stockpile full of interviews coming in after the Halloween uh, holidays, getting into the holiday season, and I want to make sure I have a whole lot of interviews for all of you to go ahead and consume and take into because there's so much knowledge you could use especially as we're into the fourth quarter things wind down a little bit and you know what I know you want to have a stockpile of interviews to listen to when you're getting up to that dead time of year that time right around the middle part of November where you know what nobody's doing anything else December even more so nobody's doing a thing until somewhere halfway into January maybe if 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 possible that's how everybody is with the business but you know what there's never a shortage of what to learn And there's never a shortage of guests to this program, and I can tell you that. We get a lot of requests, and my next guest is one of those. He's part of a company that has created a solution to deliver a consistent consumer experience and cannabis product. Their software and hardware solutions will standardize and help to automate the cannabis cultivation process. With me is the Senior Vice President of Horticultural Solutions for TriGrow, David Kessler. David, thanks for joining us.
2: It's my pleasure, Brasco. Thank you so much for having me on
1: my pleasure as well now i want to go and ask first of all you got a lot of work when it comes to horticultural and that is a lot of where your background comes from from what i learned and but most importantly i can't talk shop right away go ahead and please let me know about your background but what i want to know about is how is it out of horticulture you became a consultant on several blockbuster hollywood films including the hunger games the divergent film franchise and marvel's black panther Talk to me about how you made that connection to the movie business and how you contributed to it. That's fascinating. I can't even believe you went through all that. And I, you know, I I never thought that somebody could get into the movie business just by, you know, what you did. But I mean, it sounds make sense with what they have to do on the set. That totally makes sense how uh, they would need somebody of your experience to be helping out with those movies. Big movies, hopefully you get some residuals from that. Now, David, the tag that's being used quite a bit about TriGrow is being called the Coca-Cola of cannabis. And every time I've been going back and forth, you know, getting this interview set up, which took a while to get there, but I'm glad we got here, was everybody has to be something of cannabis. And that's what TriGrow is represented as. In a recent interview with Benzinga, you said this, quote, big brands will continue to enter the cannabis sector. Yet in the cultivation space, there has been concern over big brands' flower, replacing the diverse array of crops that have grown for generations. Trigro is not aiming to create a Coca Cola in terms of market space or project homogenization. If I can open a can of Coke, I have a very clear idea in my mind of what that experience should be. Given, end quote. Now, given the stacker makeup of the cannabis market, what steps could be done to build a brand that will cross multiple markets eventually?
2: Well, I think that brands are built on quality and consistency. And building a cannabis brand is really no different. Uh, Due to a lack of consistency in the cannabis industry currently, what brands need to do, at least in my opinion, is achieve that consistency so consumers and patients have the same experience time after time. There's a lot of variability in the flour produced and a lot of the secondary products produced. Because there's misunderstandings about taxonomy. Is all Blue Dream the same, for example? And the answer is absolutely not. Blue Dream is a strain name. And any two parents that are used that make Blue Dream, all of those siblings are still going to be Blue Dream. But just like me and my sister, we look very different. And we experience as the flower very differently. And so it's that lack of, uh, I, I guess, taxonomic appreciation within the industry that's creating some of this variability. But even more so, cannabis is an amazing plant and produces over 400 different chemical compounds. and because the environment exerts an impact, uh, essentially changing the chemical metabolites that are produced uh, in in proportion, as well as sometimes in the actual metabolites that the flower produces, What's really necessary to drive home consistency is a very uniform and consistent cultivation process. So every time I grow, say, Slurricane, it's going to experience the exact same environment, the exact same light levels, the exact same fertilizer regimen with minimal variability. And that's going to produce the most consistent product that you can have. And that's what TriGrow is aiming to do to cultivation. What we're looking to do is bring consistency to the industry by minimizing those environmental differences in cultivation and standardizing the cultivation process. We're looking to uh, essentially Ensure the consistency of both the process used to cultivate the flower and in doing so the uniformity of the environment which leads to that consistent flower production and that is going to give patients and consumers a consistent experience and as a brand trying to build a brand over a larger region, whether that's nationally or internationally, having a consistent expectation of the experience is going to allow consumers the ability to uh, consume that brand, to become loyal to that brand, because they know exactly what they're getting every time. And with that, they will start to uh, really demand tri-grown flour. And that's something that currently is not really available in the industry, that consistent flour production from uh, from experience to experience.
1: Fantastic. Well, we're here again with David Kessler, the Senior Vice President of Horticultural Solutions for TriGrow. We'll be back with more questions about how TriGrow aims to standardize cannabis cultivation and so much more. We'll be right back.
0: Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. Now
2: I'm to to, to the day the war.
0: I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back. Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com.
1: I'm here with David Kessler, Senior Vice President, SVP of Horticultural Solutions for TriGrow here on Blunt Business. The Las Vegas Review Journal recently interviewed you about how TriGrow aims to standardize cannabis cultivation. So your cult- cannabis cultivation solution hardware and software is meant to standardize and automate cultivation. The software solution is allowing for a consistent product regardless of the location of the cultivation facility so that medical marijuana customers can have a similar consumption experience no matter where they buy the product not unlike mcdonald's and coca-cola the consistency is also beneficial from a business standpoint as it gives the growers some predictability and allows the company to have reliable information which helps with business planning quote you said when a consumer or patient goes in and asks for blue dream strain it might be one thing at one place and another somewhere else and they'll have different experiences. Our system is designed to allow a consistent delivery schedule and consistent quality of flour. So now that's what you do with Tri-Grove. We mentioned that just before we got the break, but now what are some of the standards that should stand out for any cultivator that should be followed as a common trait?
2: Absolutely, and I think that what a cultivator should look to do is have a very regimented cultivation process and best practices Um, and by that i mean incorporating things like biosecurity into their facility design looking to optimize workflow and product flow throughout a facility to minimize potential pathogens and pests and in doing so deliver the highest quality and safest product for a consumer or patient Um, in terms of other standards that they might want to look at following or at least pay specific attention to um, microbial contamination is a big industry issue and many and most states are requiring microbial testing of the flour and the products before they go to market But looking as a cultivator, we want to look at air quality and utilizing technology such as ozone as a way of mitigating that microbial contamination and producing the highest quality and safest product. Uh, Additionally, you know, having that regimented process documented as a set of standard operating procedures and specific procedures around sanitation of the facility are really key because when we're looking at producing the flower and a lot of our cultivators and our client operators love cannabis, but what we wanna do is ensure the safety and the quality of that cannabis. And so our SSOPs actually go as far as to help devise or or lay out some of the preferred building materials you know staying away from wood is starting to become more commonplace in cultivation facility design but using things like urethane cement epoxy floors and antimicrobial coatings uh, frp or fiberglass reinforced plastic on the walls something that's sanitizable is really key in my mind as to the best practices that cultivators need to follow Um, additionally Trying to use uh, little to no pesticides is the best practice I can advise, and a good schedule of IPDM, which is Integrated Pest and Disease Management, is is probably going to give the best chance at, uh, you know, really going a pesticide-free route, which sounds interesting, but IPDM is really about scouting and looking at the the pests and, and looking for those, and then setting up a treatment plan if you do find one that really uses the minimum level of toxicity of these pesticides, starting with things that are generally regarded as safe or classified as 25B by the pesticide regulations, which means that they have really minimal impact to human health as well as to other organisms that are not being targeted. Um, and the last thing I would say as a, a standard for cultivators is to try and create a very uniform cultivation environment. Uh, traditional indoor cultivation and greenhouse cultivation and even more so. Out- uh outdoor or open field cultivation you have a huge amount of variability in the environment you know if you're in a field you have no control over the weather if you're in a greenhouse you have some control over the weather but it's a very reactionary environment TriGro's methodology of cultivation is really taking closed environmental agriculture to a new level, a very high degree of control over the internal environment, and then a granular reproduction of that environment. So I can actually cultivate flower the same when I grow it in Massachusetts in a tri facility or in Nevada in a tri facility because the internal environment inside of our growth chambers is going to be uniform and identical. And, and with that, we'll be able to produce flour that's uh, the same as well. And so when we look to standardize the best practices for cultivators, that's, best practices of consistency of the cultivation environment, biosecurity, and really ensuring that the flower is as contamination and, uh, uh, contamination-free and contamination and pest-free as possible.
1: Now, a Green Market Report, they reported on your grow facilities, but what sets this one apart is the vertical stacking was of the tri-grow units. It's typical to see rolling tables to maximize the floor space, but stacked tables with catwalks really maximize the amount of yield the producer can get. From warehouse space with tall ceilings these units can be stacked three high which can increase yield by 7.8 times and they are like lego pieces the units can be stacked on top of each other or linked side by side and each comes complete with its own set of lights there's a catwalk system that comes with vertical stacking now trigo systems though the thing is talk to me about this style of vertical stacking and um It's not, I don't think it's a very common thing I've seen in the space, but why is it that you feel like this has so worked well? And is there any mitigated any risks that you need to mitigate as a result of this? I mean, any cautionary measures you have to add because of the stacking you have to do and having to work at such a high space? I mean, adding cranes, things like, or uh, 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 what are those cart things? The little, Yeah, little mini cranes, things like that. What do you have to do to keep an eye on things?
2: That's a great question, Brasco. And, and what I would say is, you know, when we look at measures to use space efficiently in the cannabis industry, things like rolling tables, which use 85 to 90% of the floor space available as canopy, uh, they're efforts in which growers are trying to maximize the production from a certain amount of square footage, the available real estate from their facility. By going up vertically and using multiple stacked tiers of canopy, one on top of another, Trigro's methodology and system affords the ability to actually grow six layers of canopy in a 30-foot-tall warehouse or four layers of canopy in a 21-foot-tall warehouse. And by integrating the growth chambers. If you can imagine each chamber is its own independent, completely separately controlled uh, cultivation environment. So I can have one chamber that's at 60 degrees with the lights on and the chamber adjacent to it might be 90 degrees and have the lights off uh, because it's growing say an equatorial sativa. Whatever the case is, the growth chambers, the VFUs are stackable like Legos. And then in between every stack, a catwalk slips in so to answer your question as you go up there's no additional safety equipment required because every level is its own floor and a cultivator or a grower is going to access the lower level of the canopy because each chamber has two layers of canopy uh, a cultivator would access the lower level from a comfortable sitting position in the equivalent of a mechanic's stool with wheels and the upper level from a standing position and when they go to the second floor to access the first stacked unit, the second uh, unit on top, they'll have the exact same experience. Uh, A a sitting position for the first layer of canopy, a standing for the second, and the same is true if they go up to a third set of chambers which uh, will have their fifth and sixth layer of canopy. And what that Technique does what that methodology does is it removes a lot of the uh, the risk involved because a lot of cultivators are trying to go vertically now. There's a lot of rack systems on the market which essentially are uh, very similar to. Uh, warehouse pallet racking. They'll put uh, traditionally LED lights on one level and then LED lights above the second level. And you run into several issues. Everyone wants to use that space efficiently, but air and temperature, we all know heat rises. And so you get a natural stratification of that uh, air and you get hotter temperatures at the top. So you use a lot of air movement. And then on top of that, accessing these upper levels becomes very challenging and i've seen everything from rolling ladders to uh, harnesses and forklifts to elaborate pulley systems in which cultivators uh, try and use that vertical space and, and access that those plants. But unfortunately, when you're talking about cultivation, it's a very hands-on approach, uh, a very labor-intensive enterprise, and moving a lot of biomass up and down, whether it's small plants being potted up and and planted into the systems, or whether it's harvesting those plants and bringing them down, becomes quite a uh, challenging task and can actually represent some significant danger to employees. If you can imagine trying to climb a ladder with, you know, things in both hands, you're, you're just trying to, you know, hope you have a good balance and I do not. So um, using TriGrow's solution, we're very much able to use that vertical space to its fullest and at the same time do so in a, a safe way and um, that's really what's at the heart of this now is there because- anything that you
1: have to do in terms of any kind of compliance for safety measures i guess that might have been done just because of how you do this and is this a common thing you would see in certain spaces when you have a warehouse space like this because i don't know if i've seen a lot of spaces that are maximizing the space by going the increased space like that i can see for storage but i've never seen it for i've never seen it just to do the, for active work where you have to work on catwalks and things like that. It's almost like the same idea as somebody going on a scaffold when I think of that.
2: It is very similar to a scaffold, except because each chamber links to the next and the catwalks snap in between, it's the equivalent of building a second mezzanine floor or a third mezzanine level. Mm -hmm. And there really is no other safety issues other than a guard railing that goes up um, if the catwalk does not extend all the way to a wall. Um, Beyond that, it is just like walking on the uh, second floor of a home or an apartment and it affords that same level of safety and comfort to cultivators what we're really after is an efficient process and you know to that end even the chambers themselves have been designed around a very consistent and easy to access design so that cultivators are never reaching more than say 24 inches to access a plant i've seen other cultivators try and uh, increase the amount of canopy space by say building bigger benches so instead of a four foot wide bench they might have a six foot wide or a seven foot wide bench but um, the most people can only comfortably reach about 30 inches and then you start to add repetitive tasks lifting heavy plants pruning scouting for pests and all of a sudden the more uncomfortable we make the cultivation environment and those tasks the slower uh cultivators are going to be at achieving those those goals and and completing those tasks. So ensuring that our growers are comfortable, that they have good access, that the system and the facility is designed in a very safe and efficient way are really tenets that TriGrow believes very strongly in. And in terms of other cultivators using vertical space, You're going to see a lot more of that. I've seen quite a bit of it, but I haven't seen anyone develop a solution like Trigros. Where we integrate those second and tertiary levels and that multi-tier canopy approach, and combine it with a very powerful set of tools called Trimaster, our complete software solution, which is a fully ERP. And in doing so, it really allows cultivators a competitive advantage as price compression uh, continues to occur, as more entrants enter, uh, as more entrants enter the cannabis space, and as some of those entrants start to produce, you know. Larger and larger volumes of flour, growers need to stay competitive, and and part of that way of staying competitive is to use TriGrow technology to bring that cost of production down and uh, allow them uh, the room and the ability to cultivate that high quality flour, that consistent flour, but at a low cost. You know, I love cannabis, but I genuinely believe that high quality cannabis production and low canna, uh, low cost cannabis production are not mutually exclusive.
1: Agreed. I'm just fascinated about how you're going to do this and you know it's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's very ambitious and um, courageous would be also the best word you're use for that. So again I'm here with David Kessler who's SVP of Horticultural Solutions for TriGrow. I want to talk about how you're now working to go ahead and take the brand and expand it out to others we'll talk about that in just a moment
0: rolling into some sponsors but we'll be right back with more blunt business hey take a look at this they're selling smart pots (laughs) they have pot that can make you smart where is it not that kind of pot
2: Order your Sugis now at S H O O G I E S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take anywhere treat.
0: I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. dot com.
1: Wrapping things up here with David Kessler, Senior Vice President of Horticultural Solutions for TriGrow. Now, TriGrow Systems recently announced the launch of TriGrow Brands, a subsidiary that will license and support an established portfolio of consumer brands that utilize their proprietary growing technology. Go ahead and expand with me on what Tri-Grow Brands is going to be doing for those that are interested in taking part.
2: Absolutely, I'm happy to. So. With Trigro's technology for cultivation, we're able to produce a very consistent quality of flour, a consistent chemo uh, type, a chemo type, or, or chemical profile. And part of building a brand, is, as we discussed earlier, is around that consistency of experience, which goes directly to that chemical profile. So, with that technology in our cultivating partners' hands, the best thing that we can afford them is a set of nationally recognized brands that they can then adopt for themselves as tri uh, cultivators and be able to uh, put those into their individual markets and benefit from that recognition across different marketplaces, different regions. And as that consistency and that product brand awareness grows, it will allow them to enter new markets. With that brand recognition, that consistent consumer and patient experience, and uh, really benefit, because there is an economist that once said that if you are not a brand, you are a commodity, and if if you're a commodity you're subject to the fluctuations of the commodities market so right now for example we're in october sometimes here in colorado called Croptober, and there's oh. a huge influx of that outdoor field produced cannabis that has been growing all spring and summer and is now being harvested and there's traditionally a dip in overall uh prices on the wholesale market so because the commodity has a seasonal change and all of a sudden the price points reflect that higher volume coming into the marketplace, if you're a commodity producer, then you're going to be uh, you know, having to decrease your price as more product enters the marketplace. So what we're aiming to do is create a consistency around those brands, and those brands will then get the consumer or have the consumer and patient uh, recognition already, and they can then be immune to some of those commodity fluctuations. And command a higher price point and also deliver a higher quality experience to the consumer and patient. So everyone uh, wins using Trigrow brands.
1: There we go. So let's go and send people to the website so they can go ahead and participate if they like. Where can they go and do that?
2: They can go to www.trigrow.com. That's T R I grow.com and if they have any questions they are more than welcome to reach out to me at david at trigrow.com
1: well there you go the pitch has been made so all of you out there you're going to want to go ahead and take apart trigrow.com t-r-i-g-r-o-w.com and there you go that's the whole idea of it very interesting business model and also take a look at the websites you can take a look at the tri stacking system and see how it works because uh it tells you a lot of how this works out and how this is able to be put together. I can only imagine if you tried to put this out there at a, at a conference that has a high ceiling, you know, and trying to show how that looks like just to show a little idea of what it looks like and having somebody manage it just for people to take a look for an existing exhibition. Would you ever consider that?
2: Actually, we already do that. So we uh, at just about all of our bigger trade shows at the NCIA show in San Jose that we were just at, as well as at MJ BizCon uh, last year and this year, December 11 to 13, you can come and actually see our units in the stacked configuration. Uh, Our trade show booth has four of our modular growth chambers stacked one on top of another with the catwalks integrated. And so you can see all of the latest technology that TriGrow includes into our growth chambers, our VFUs, and actually see how they stack and how that could integrate into your facility. And uh, as a way of demonstrating that and kind of getting people's attention, we provide free facility designs as a matter of course. If they want to submit their plans, we'll show you exactly how TriGrow's solution can really become your market advantage. So uh, please feel free to come by and see us at MJ MJBizCon. Uh, we'll actually be in Michigan at Canna Aid this weekend, but without those giant booths. Uh, but please come and see us, and you can see the technology for yourself. If you can't go to the trade shows, then please go to the website, and we're happy to answer any questions you might have.
1: Well, there you go. Everything always is said to be happening in threes. Well, even in cannabis, I guess with TriGrow, right? So. Uh, That's it. David Kessler, Senior Vice President, Horticultural Solutions at TriGrowth. Thanks for joining us here on Cannabis Radio. Really appreciate it.
2: It is my pleasure. You all have a wonderful day. Take care.
1: All right, you too. And thank you all for joining us here listening to the show. Thanks for downloading past episodes like you always do. Continue to do so by going to CannabisRadio.com. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening.